Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. So just a quick note that I'm certainly no expert in dreams or dream interpretation. This is just a subject that I find really interesting, and so I've been recording episodes of this podcast as I learn new information so that I can share what I've been learning, and hopefully you can learn right along with me. So one of the recent episodes that we recorded was around lucid dreams, and I'm excited to report that I actually had a lucid dream using some of the techniques that I had researched and talked about in one of my podcasts. So what I want to talk about today is actually how it panned out, what happened, to give you a little bit of an update. And for anyone who's been trying out some of these strategies, maybe you'll be able to tweak some of those approaches based on what I've learned so far. Okay, so what ended up happening is one of the lucid dreaming techniques that I've been testing out is the one where as you're falling asleep, you, well, close your eyes (laughs) for one, and then think to yourself as you're trying to relax and transition into a dream state, keep saying in your head, one, I'm dreaming, two, I'm dreaming, three, I'm dreaming, and kind of lull yourself into a state of relaxation as you are counting. And each time you say a new number, say along with it, I'm dreaming. So that your mind doesn't just transition right away into kind of a chill dream state that you're completely unaware of is actually a dream. But instead, your consciousness stays aware as you're transitioning into the dream state so that you can immediately start lucid dreaming. So this is something that I had been practicing, trying out, and no matter how many times I tried, I just wasn't having very much success. I was always trying it at the beginning of the night as I was falling asleep, and I would, you know, get my essential oils out, start to relax, and really just kind of lean into the whole experience. But what I ended up actually having the most success with was not doing this approach at the beginning of the night, but to take that same approach, exact same strategy, but instead of doing it as I'm falling asleep at the beginning of the night, to apply it between snoozes. So as soon as I'm kind of hearing the alarm, reaching out, pressing snooze, instead of allowing my mind to just immediately fall back to sleep, I would take that opportunity to start counting again and counting and saying, you know, one, I'm dreaming. Two, I'm dreaming. And it was by doing that approach between snoozes while I was not in that full wakefulness state like you are at the beginning of the night when you're going from la 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 la, walking around doing your thing to trying to go to sleep, but actually going from sleeping to going back to sleep was a much easier transition I found for applying the counting technique combined with the phrase, I'm dreaming. And to throw out a little bit of credit for this, I'm pretty sure it was Amanda who made this suggestion. So thank you, Amanda. I tested it out, obviously, and it worked very, very well. So for anyone who's interested in lucid dreaming and has been trying to 
test out any of the techniques that I was sharing. And if you think that you might be a good candidate for this type of approach, I would definitely recommend trying it between snoozes. And as I mentioned, it was, um, well, just this morning as I was trying to get ready for work. Um, but so my snoozes were pretty short, just like five minutes between each alarm. So if you want to try this approach, you might want to test it out even on a weekend where you can up the ante in terms of how long you have between snoozes. This is something that I'm thinking about trying as well, where I can kind of not limit my time so much, but still use a strategy that seemed to be really effective. I also want to just describe quickly kind of how it worked and how that transition felt for me and then what the experience was like. So basically, after I'd pressed snooze and I was trying to fade back into sleep, I had a very clear urge to just completely relax and forget about lucid dreaming and just try to get as much relaxation as I could in before work. But instead, I applied that approach. And what I was finding is that as I was counting, I didn't have to count for very long at all. I think it was on the nine I'm dreaming that it started to be kind of like a holy crap, I think this is working, this is going to happen. And how it basically looked was as my eyes were closed and I was trying to get back to sleep, I started to see this crystal clear image in front of me that um, was a shape of like a television and so had no kind of peripheral I didn't have any peripheral vision if you will when my eyes were closed it was very much um, limited to the shape of a television where the image was showing up and within that image I could see under the water and there was just like me right there chilling in the water, swimming around. And so I was seeing myself doing that and kind of sinking deeper into the sleep mode, but still kind of counting the I'm dreaming. And in that image, it was like it was zooming in. I was I was getting further into and accepting the dream state and further away from reality. And then once I started getting into the actual dream mode, I was like, oh my goodness, I know I'm dreaming and I'm still aware of it. And this is actually working. Don't lose sight of this, Miranda. Please, cat, don't wake me up. (laughs) And just kind of trying to embrace it. And then I ended up in the dream and swimming around underwater. And I was like, okay, so what am I going to be able to do while I'm while I'm dreaming now that I know I'm dreaming and I'm back asleep? And so I looked down at my legs and I was like, it would be better if this was a fin. And so um, just as I was thinking that and trying to see if I could will that to happen, my legs became a fin and I was like a mermaid instead of a human. And I was just swimming around and and I noticed there were other people around me and I was like, can I change them into mermaids as well? And bing, bam, boom, those humans became mermaids and we were all just kind of swimming around the water. And then I was like, well, if I can change myself into a mermaid and them into mermaids, like what else can I change about maybe the environment that we're in or what's happening? And so I started looking around and thinking about um, changes and trying to will some other changes to happen with the environment, but it didn't really work. I couldn't change the fact that I was where I was in the water apart from just like swimming around and getting to a different point um, inside the water. So I was a little disappointed that I wasn't able to like switch and be changed to like, I don't know, like Atlantis under the water or the kingdom where Little Mermaid is. And those are the same things, my mistake. But basically trying to 
um, create a more interesting environment wasn't really in the cards for me. I just had to kind of keep swimming around. But interestingly enough, I was able to like manipulate the colors so I could change my fin from like green to pink to purple and like change the colors of other people's fins as well. And I could change if I was like wanted to make the fin longer, I could do that. No problem. So it was basically like I could just manipulate myself and other beings, but I couldn't manipulate the environment. Meanwhile, um, my friend Allison recently told me that after she had listened to the Lucid Dreams episode of this podcast, she ended up having a lucid dream. And she was talking about how she was able to manipulate the environment, but that there were other things that she couldn't control. Um, like maybe what she was doing or flying or things like that. So I did think it's kind of interesting that while I was able to easily manipulate like my body into being something else, I couldn't touch the environment. And then in her experience, she could change the environment, but she wasn't able to maybe change what she was doing in that environment in terms of like flying or doing things that she wouldn't normally be able to do in real life. That being said, I will say that when she had told me about this experience, I might have been more than a little bit jealous in terms of how quickly she was able to have a lucid dream, mostly because leading up to doing the lucid dreams episode, I was doing a fair amount of research around, okay, what are some tips, tricks, strategies, and so on for promoting lucid dreams? Because I don't know if you've had them before, but they're super fun, or they certainly can be in terms of being able to control your surroundings or fly or turn yourself into a mermaid um, like I did. But there's lots of different things that people can do in lucid dreams that can end up being like a really rewarding, entertaining and fun experience. So when I was doing all this research, I was kind of set on being able to convert that research into being able to have lucid dreams. So when I wasn't having success with that, but then my friend was like, yeah, I just kind of, after listening to the podcast, ended up having a lucid dream and this is what happened and it was kind of cool. I was very happy for her, but I was also a little bit jealous, if I'm being completely honest. Anyways, um, another strategy for lucid dreaming is reality checks. And this is something that I've also been testing out and trying to develop some habits around, again, to promote lucid dreaming. And basically how this works is taking time during the day to test out the reality around you and to see if you are dreaming. So it's to do things like looking at your hands and seeing if you can take one of your fingers and poke it through the other hand. If not, you're probably not dreaming. Or to plug your nose and close your mouth and see if you can still breathe. If you can't, you're probably awake. If you can, you're probably dreaming. So these are some things that you can do just throughout your waking life. And by making a habit of doing these things while you're awake, you're more likely to do them while you dream. And the reason why you want to develop this habit and do it while you're dreaming is because that's the kind of thing that can help trigger an awareness during your dream state that you're in fact dreaming and help transition you into a lucid dreaming state. I was feeling pretty proud of myself for remembering to do these reality checks on most days. And I was probably doing them anywhere from one to three times per day 
when I remembered. But how many times do you think it's actually recommended to do these to make a habit of it? Spoiler alert, it was certainly not one to three times per day, and it wasn't here and there as you think of it. In fact, it was 15 to 20 times per day. So that was a big shock to me, and I was way off. And it started to make a lot of sense in terms of why I wasn't seeing the results that I was hoping for, because I wasn't doing it nearly enough. Like I needed to be doing it like at least five times what I was doing on my highest number of days that I was doing it. So I was clearly way off and I'm really not surprised that it wasn't working now that I um, better understand what the expectation is. And to be honest, it makes a lot of sense, actually, that the recommendation is to complete those reality checks at a much higher frequency, because really, if you're trying to develop a habit that's going to transition with you from your waking life to your dream life, you probably need to be doing it more than one to three times a day. So I haven't started to up my game on that front with the reality checks, but that's something that I can certainly consider. But I'm thinking more so at this point that I'm going to be leaning into the pressing snooze and trying to go right into a lucid dream. But we'll see how that goes. Um, I did want to mention too, with respect to these reality checks, that if you're thinking, you know what, I want to try these out. These sound pretty simple. I just am not sure I'm going to remember to do this 15 to 20 times a day. One of the tips and suggestions is that you just kind of set a few reminders on your phone or in your calendar just to trigger you to remember to do those things. And to be honest, they only take like a few seconds to do those things really. So it's not a big time suck. It's just actually remembering to do that. And it could end up yielding some positive results if you're really interested in upping your lucid dream game. So something to think about. I also wanted to mention where I got these tips for promoting the successfulness of your reality checks. And it's from the website, Awaken Your Psyche. And I really wanted to give some special attention to this website because the person who created it actually reached out to me after listening to some episodes of this podcast, um, which I thought was pretty neat. And she's a certified dream work specialist in Halifax. And her name is Guylaine Richer de la Flèche. And I really hope I pronounced her name okay. But she's reached out and offered to help me with interpreting one of my dreams, um, which I thought was really generous of her. And she's been explaining her process and strategies and how she goes about this with her clients. And it's really been just so interesting so far. And what I'm going to be doing is once we've completed that process, I'm actually going to include it in one of our episodes and I'll share with you what the experience was like, what I learned through that process and give you a little bit more details at that time. But again, her name is Guylaine Richer de la Flèche and her website is Awaken Your Psyche. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this update on my lucid dreaming endeavors and a bit of an overview of some new tips and tricks that I've been learning on, along the way, where I've had some successes, where I've had some failures, and hopefully you've, you'll have some success in your lucid dream endeavors as well. Um, if you want to update me on those, feel free to reach out to me on at all things dreams on either Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. 
And just a quick note before we wrap up this episode that I will be doing a bit of a listener appreciation coming up here shortly. To get more info on that, just check out the details on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where we'll be posting some information soon. Anyways, thanks again for listening and good luck with all of your lucid dreams. Have a good one. Bye.